welcome to the Purpose and Profit Club podcast for nonprofit leaders, mission-driven creatives, and social entrepreneurs. Get ready to stop dreaming and start doing. Here, ideas become action. We prioritize purpose and profit. You ready? Let's go. Today, we're going to talk about lead gen and a better way to go into the process of prospecting and lead gen then you're doing it right now. I promise. <laughs> this is a better way to, to go into the process because most, most of my clients, most of my students, and I think most everybody who goes into this process is really dreading it. And oftentimes their fight or flight response is actually kicking in because you're dreading this so much that you literally want to get out of there. <laughs> You want to end the call. You want to leave the meeting. You want to press send as fast as possible because that's your flight response kicking in going, this is deeply uncomfortable and I don't want to do it. And if that's you, I want to first say that's super normal. It's something that I heard recently in Outreach Genius from many of our students on there. It's something I hear all the time from anyone who has to do lead gen and fundraising or prospecting to build and grow their business, which by the way, don't most of us need to do that. So as a framework, I want to just introduce this, this roadmap, this loop that our brains get stuck in. And I'm going to call it this sort of think, feel, act cycle. You may have heard this before with CBT or positive psychology or maybe even mindset coaching. So basically, our brains think a thought, we feel a feeling, and that thought-feeling combo informs the actions we take, okay? Actions we take then might feel like getting the hell out of there and saying the prospecting or, you know, um, inviting a donor to make a gift and plowing through that pitch, inviting somebody to become a sponsor, plowing through that pitch so fast so we can get the hell out of there, right? That is because of the thought you're thinking and the feeling you're feeling. So the thought you might be thinking in that scenario where you're like, this is terrible, I want to get out of here, is some flavor of maybe they don't even want to hear this. This isn't something they'd even be interested in, right? I'm bothering them, right? I don't know what to say. Those are all thoughts, okay? They're thoughts because they're just sentences you're thinking, and they're not something that we could all collectively agree on. They're not facts. They're just thoughts. Super normal to have. And if you think, I don't know what to say, or they don't want to hear from me, or some flavor of that, you're probably going to feel pretty damn insecure, or cautious, or hesitant, and maybe even scared, or fearful, right? And then, boom, we've got that nervous system response. And it's like, get me out of here. What do you do when you have that nervous system response, that fight or flight? You plow through it, either maybe you don't even make the call. Okay, so that might be the the uh, freeze response, right? Or, or just like you're you're paralyzed in it, you put it off. Or your flight response, which would be, let me get through it as quickly as possible. And this sounds like saying, like the invitation for whatever your call to action is. So would you make a gift? Would you become a sponsor? Would you buy a ticket? Would you share our cause? You say it really, really, really fast. You avoid eye contact. 
you may be pacing or squirming, your sort of body language is uncomfortable, right? Think of a time when this has come up for you, because this comes up for us. If you're doing any type of type of lead gen or putting yourself out there, which I hope you are, I hope you're taking daring action, then it's totally normal for this to come up. So I'm going to give you some examples of what that might look like. Okay. So one example that came up recently was let's say you're actually pitching sponsors. Okay. So you're going like business to business and you're going in person and maybe you've got a brochure, a a piece of paper, something like that. And you're pitching a business to sponsor your event or organization or thing. If you open the door to that dentist's office and the first thought you're thinking is they're going to be annoyed I'm here, they won't want to be a sponsor, or I'm bugging them, what are you going to do? Your shoulders are sort of going to drop. You're going to go in very quickly. You're going to say to the person at the front desk, hey, I'm just dropping this off in case you want to sponsor. Bye. Right? (laughs) And then you get the heck out of there. Versus if you're thinking, you know why they would be an amazing sponsor is because we are down the street for them, from them. They treat um, young adults and kids. And what we do also serves that audience of young adults and kids. This would be a perfect fit. And you walk in with that energy, with those thoughts, with a little bit of confidence, a little bit of courage. Think about how you would present yourself. Your shoulders might be back. There's probably some eye contact happening. There's maybe even a smile and warmth in your tone. And you go in and you just start a conversation. I actually bring up this example because my kids went to the dentist this week. And I saw like on the table as I was checking out what I thought was like an intake form for a baseball league. And my son's in baseball league. And it was, I could, I recognize their logo. And so I thought, oh, I wonder if... If um, one of the employees here, the dentist here, the practice owner is like, has a child in this baseball league because we love it. And so I asked and she said, no, actually, they wanted us to sponsor the league. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. So somebody had this exact experience, right, of going in and saying, hey, with we're with XYZ League. You know, it costs us much to be a sponsor. Will you be a sponsor, right? And maybe that's all they did. Or maybe they said, um, I just dropping off some information, <laughs> And just left, right? Very, very passive. Or maybe they said they started a conversation and just started talking to the human on the other side and talked about that alignment and then made an invitation to become a sponsor. So you can see through that think, feel, act cycle, it's almost like the bird's eye view of what you're doing might look the same, right? It's like you're physically driving to the place with the with the brochure and saying some words, but really everything's different, like in different scenarios, depending on how you're thinking and feeling, right? Because if you're thinking and feeling that this is a great fit and alignment, then you're going in with a total different energy. And that energy is nonverbal. That energy is verbal. That energy is showing all the way through, or you're going in as hurried and as quickly as possible. And what do you think the outcome of that, of those two different scenarios are, right? The outcome of getting a yes is very different with between how you position and message this practice. So let's use this example and keep going on it. So let's say this person who I don't know went to this dentist's office and she goes in with, with 
confidence and with energy. And she's like, you know what, this would be a perfect fit. We've been trying to get a dentist on board as a sponsor. And here's why I think it would be amazing. She hits it off with the front desk person. And it goes really well. The front desk person says, actually, I think this is going to be perfect for us. And here's why. Um, Let me grab your sponsorship guide. And I'll circle back with you. And so that that person leaves and is like, heck, yeah, I got it. It was a win. And that was her first stop of the day. And let's say she's got 10 stops of the day where she's going into different businesses, pitching the sponsorship opportunity. How do you think that win on the front end as like stop number one is going to inform how she shows up for stops number two and 10? It changes everything. She's going to go in to stop number two, and her thought is going to be, oh my God, this is a perfect fit, right? Or it's going to be some flavor of like excitement, maybe some confidence showing up, right? Because she already has a win under her belt and she already had somebody say yes. You end up magnetically drawing more people in when you show up with that energy. And here's the problem. If you're relying on that energy to show up with that be- If you're relying on that energy, that thing to have happened in order to show up that way, we're setting ourselves up for a disaster, okay? Because maybe it's not until the fifth stop in in the scenario where she gets a yes. That means she kind of blew the first four stops because energetically, she's thinking they don't want this. Her shoulders are dropped. She's grinding through it. She's pitching really fast and she's getting the hell out of there. Okay, versus believing ahead of time that every single business she stops by that day is aligned and she intentionally picked out those businesses, right? And this isn't some random list, right? She already saw an alignment. She believes there is an alignment. She believes that this is a perfect fit. She believes that at least this person wants to have a conversation with her, right? And going in with some courage and some confidence and some curiosity is really, really important and not relying on somebody else to say yes in order to have that 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 presentation and of yourself is the key to staying in integrity, not activating your fight or flight, and also getting more yeses. So so let me say it a slightly different way, which is you have to cultivate the self-belief first that what you're offering is important, worthy, valid, right? Of course, you are important, worthy, valid. Before seeking out the exterior rewards, the win, right? And going into it with that mentality, right? You have to believe in it first. And a lot of times we can believe on the service or program or offering that we're talking about and lean on that if your own belief in yourself and how you're generating leads is feeling a little wobbly. Like if you're like, you know what, I'm just not feeling that confident today. That's okay. You can lean on the fact that what your organization does, what you do, the excellence of your mission, right? The proof behind it to to help ignite some of that confidence. And as I was creating the notes for this podcast, I was thinking about years ago when I used to work in retail and there are kind of two types of ways <laughs> to sell a customer. If I worked at a, a small clothing boutique 
And if somebody walks in and you say, and I know you've heard somebody say this to you before, which is, are you looking for anything in particular today? What is somebody going to say to that? Most likely, no, no, leave me alone. I'm just browsing, right? That's the, that's the canned response. Are you looking for anything in particular today? No, I'm just browsing. Even if they are looking for something specific, they just say that, right? It's the most, um, it's like there's no juice in that question. There's no deepness in that question. Right. It's like the late, it's like the lazy way of selling, the lazy way of marketing, the lazy way of just acknowledging the the prospective customer walked into the store. Right. And the thought and feeling behind that question is something like, oh, they, they probably are just looking or they don't want me to bother them. Right. There it is again. I'll just let them look. Right. So I very rarely asked that question when I was selling, when I was working at this boutique. Most of the time, I would start a conversation and this works like gold, 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 gold. I would start a conversation and there wasn't really a specific formula to it, right? Because I'm not about scripts. I'm about you doing you. But what I would think to myself is I'd just give them a moment to kind of like wander around and see what they see. I would acknowledge them, of course. And then I would genuinely start a conversation. So for example... I might say to them something like, where did you get your bag? I love that purse, which I've actually had this conversation. I would only say if if it was true. I'm like, I love a statement purse. And where did you get it? And tell me all the things. And we would start to have a conversation about that. That would have then evolved to how I could help them, right? So it might be something like that. It might be something that has nothing to do with anything. Like, um, Maybe they've got a, a a latte and I'm like, oh my God, I've been craving a latte all day. You know, have you tried the new blah, blah, blah from the coffee shop? You just want to start a conversation. Why is that important? It's important because it helps to get immediate warmth from the prospect and it helps them drop their guard. You know that guard where we're like, don't talk to me, don't talk to me. We all have that guard. It helps drop the guard from both sides, right? And we just start to humanize each other through conversation, there's immediate warmth. And it's the truth, like you you end up having a conversation that's true. So imagine that you're going into a business and you again are dropping off sponsorship forms, and it's pouring down rain. If it were me, and I'm this person, I would probably like go into the dentist's office, go into the restaurant that I've got my sponsorship guide for. And I would say something about the rain, like I would not like, oh, it's raining out today, but like something that was was on my mind about it. Like, I didn't think my socks would be wet today, right? And then I would let that just disarm and, and, and kind of anchor in the conversation. Try this. Even if you're not prospecting, just try this. By the way, it's so nice. Like, if your barista has beautiful nails, tell her. If you're um, the person that is checking you out at the grocery store is like super fast and efficient. That's one of my favorite things. I'm like, oh my God, you rocked through this this line. You're awesome. Like, just tell them, start to have conversations. Play around with it. It will help build your own confidence in, in, this, in this piece. Okay, so we talked about the importance of the think-feel-act cycle. 
We talked about when you're coming in with dread, activating that fight or flight response, what happens, you really grind and plow through the actual call to action, the pitch that you're trying to sell or say to the prospect, okay? What can you do instead? I talked about how you can have some icebreakers, right? Of just like, just some some, some icebreakers that are not these vague chit chats, you know, what can I help you find today? other piece of it is, let's say that you do have like a lead gen, some sort of prospecting project ahead of you. I want you to start visualizing it going well, because by the way, no one does this, right? What do we do instead? We visualize all the possible ways that it will be a disaster. We visualize all the people who will be annoyed with us and all the terrible things they might say, or we may even um, decide that we're not prepared enough, right? We need another better brochure, a different script, a different template, a different PDF that keeps us in planning mode, right? If you're stuck in planning mode, go back to episode one, listen to that one, the MVP method, right? It keeps us stuck. It keeps us from having to go and do the thing, which you're building a muscle through this prospecting, this process, it does get easier. Now, I want to use a phone example because I also had to do this when I built my first business, which I did cold calling, y'all. I did cold calling. And boy, did that build muscle. (laughs) And one of the things that I realized is it's actually not that bad, number one. It's not that bad. And I got clients through cold calling. And one of the ways that I did it, and I didn't realize what I was doing necessarily at the time was just starting a conversation. It was like, I didn't go straight into the like, book a call with me. Can I have a meeting with you right out of the gate? I started with just some conversation. Okay. I just started with that. I started with my version of the words I would say, not the version of somebody else, like a colleague would say. So this does work for If you're doing this online, if you're doing this in person, I want you to visualize it going well. So if you have some calling to do, if you have some outreach to do, literally take a minute, take five minutes, close your eyes and go through the entire scenario. So you're actually walking through it in your brain and have it go well. Start practicing that often of it going well, where the person says, yes, the person is nodding along. They're saying, tell me more. The other piece of it is if you're thinking, I don't know that my prospects want to hear from me, or I don't know that these these are these are these people want want to hear from me. Some flavor of that, right? Write a list or journal, write it down somewhere about why this group or this individual would possibly, maybe want to hear from you, why they would be a perfect fit for your organization, for your offer, for becoming a part of your community, for becoming a donor, for getting involved. Like write a list, make a bulleted list, write it down and make your brain actually have to do some some work to go there. Like how can you help? How can you bridge the gap between or a person not really being aware of what your organization does and talking about your organization in a way that they're nodding along and they're like, tell me more, I'm very interested and believing in that, right? And I think that piece really, it's important to write that list because if you think about people 
who would say yes, it starts to, in your brain, like create a new neural pathway where you're actually creating evidence for yourself of there are prospects out here who would say yes. There are dentists out here who would be a perfect fit sponsor for our organization. There are people who will walk into my clothing boutique who will want to buy something, right? And you start to envision them. And sometimes it's helpful to lean on some evidence of people who historically have. So if you have a best customer, a best client, a best donor, and thinking about like, well, what, why were, why were they a yes? What made it an alignment for them? And walking that through can help this exercise. So that's what I have for you today. If you would like more help with this, you can join us and you can catch up on Outreach Genius. We're taking a deep dive into all of this concept, all of these concepts, even if you're listening to this podcast in the future and we're not running it live, I will still offer all of the workshops on demand. So go to splendidcourses.com forward slash outreach and start to notice some of those thoughts and some of those feelings that you're feeling when you're about to do something that feels a little bit nervous or scary or intimidating and start to notice, oh, that's what I'm thinking here. And then when you're going into something that actually feels comfortable or confident or like, yeah, I got this, start to notice some of those thoughts that are running through your brain, some of that internal chatter. Oh, well, I'm thinking this way about it. Start to write a list and you can start to help hack those hard meetings with those easier meetings. All right, you with me? I'll see you next time. If you believe in the role of reciprocity, just like I do, take a quick moment to rate and review this podcast. I would be so grateful. Tag me in a post on social media and let me know what you think over at Splendid Consulting. It helps this podcast show up in the feed of other change makers and social entrepreneurs just like you. Think you've reached out to everyone in your network? Are you out of ideas to get noticed and get funded? I hear you. That's why I'm giving you a chance to steal my prospect list. Yes, you can generate leads for your nonprofit or impact-driven business. Grab my mini training and list delivered to your inbox instantly. Go to splendidcourses.com forward slash prospect.